We will need eyes to see. They're coming to get you. In Bob. five, four. <laughs> well, I'll be a dog's penis. Gosh damn it. Still didn't do it? Welcome to the Lunch Pill Boys. <laughs> he faked us out. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, you. Oh, uh, motorboat son of a bitch. I'm TJ Harkness. Also in tow is Skyler. There is no Dana, only Zool. Wood? Full of, full of coleslaw and cabbage. <laughs> Waiting around in my own cabbage farts. Isn't that like cyanide? Not cyanide. What's it called? Mustard gas? Uh, no, it's what it, What did the Nazis use? Moustard, I think. Mustard, I guess, was one of their big ones, wasn't it? Uh, Whatever it was. And then, like, another cabbage. VX agent. I say VX. VX, I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. But it's getting close. Uh, I hear him, but I don't see him. But I know he's here because I can feel him. I can feel him. Also on here is the great deer slayer of 2025. Splurting, fucking Burton. Mm, TJ, I'm inside you. I don't. See I've you. got, I've got so many. I got tore up by fucking uh, briars on the way out, dude. I'm like, I'm bleeding like Jesus on the cross over here. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that is not good. If any uh, representatives from the Catholic Church are listening today, I advise you to turn this off. I'm sad uh, that we missed the whole peanut butter conversation. That was a good one. We're... Yeah. Yeah. So this is again second episode <laughs> in a row where I forgot we got ten minutes, five minutes into it. There's a whole ten minutes that is lost to the ether, mm-hmm. which is and a cumulative thirty-five minutes over the last two <laughs> weeks. Imagine if we could get all that back and compile that into the best of that never was. We're not Bob and Tom, dude. <laughs> we could well no you also yeah. missed another coast to coast intro too I believe I know I think that's oh. I think that's the curse is you keep trying to fucking be George Snorri and it's just not it's yeah, not meant to like, be more like floor bory so I've got a question for you there <laughs> Bill Mars uh, if the moon was made out of cheese what kind of hat would it wear oh hmm Probably intriguing and pointless. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's whenever Justin's like, does his Harry Carey impression because it sounds the same and then it has nothing to do with that. And I'm like, what's your favorite planet? Mine's the sun. <laughs> I hate you. No. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, oh fuck my fun. kidneys. <clears throat> so they be tight. oh so today we're going to be covering the scary ass house in gary indiana aka the ammons household aka the house the demon house of carolina street aka zach baggins fun house i watched that today yep is he related to bilbo Yes. Uh, second cousins. I'll say first or second yeah. cousins. Right. Chibou! Well, they can date then. Side. And I hope they do. 
uh, they have dated. They've nice. master dated. Nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it sounds I don't either, fun. But I laughed. So. <laughs> Gary is home. Meow. To probably. <laughs> yep. Gary the snail. Gary's home to probably one of the most well-known pop singers ever, Michael Jackson. Old hee hee. You blew it. You blew your load too quick, Zul. No, no, it's not. Don't oh, okay. fucking elude it. Just oh, I'll loot on you. I'll loot all over your face, dude. It's called it's called uh, foreshadowing. It's a plot device. It's a plot device. Zul, I'm gonna eat your bite. <laughs> got so. a long way to go. We got a long got a long dog to go. Yeah, we have a very uh, a very long and hard uh, story about Gary. <laughs> so Gary was once a prosperous steel producing town, um, home to the largest steel mill in the United States, which employed over thirty thousand people until the seventies. Um, in the sixties, people started losing their jobs. Steel was being produced in a lot less amounts because of the overseas. Competitive with competitiveness with China. China. Damn it. China. That's better. Zoo, Burton? Yes. Let me hear you, China. China. <laughs> <laughs> I did a good China the other night. Mm-hmm. Didn't have to pay for it this time either. So, so She was already dead. Oh, Jesus. I went and dug her up fresh. So, the still industry, uh, U.S. still had to lay a lot of people off. The area, I believed in the 70s, oh, employed over, was it 30,000 people? Hmm. And then from the 70s on up, you've seen the employment numbers drop drastically. 60% of its population actually left. So, more of a case of white flight. With these massive booms of unemployment happening, uh, typically crime became more prevalent and the cities began to form new identities. Uh, and Gary was no exception. So throughout the 80s and 90s, Gary maintained uh, the role as one of the most dangerous cities in America with one of the highest homicide rates in the country, which there's a feather in, in the cap of uh, Indiana. Fuck yeah, Indiana. Yeah. Gary is the murderous feather in Indiana's cap. Uh, so on, uh, yeah. Um, today the crime rate actually has gone down pretty significantly, but still maintains uh, about the rate, I said, or about the rate of around 75% higher uh, than the national average. So still very respectable numbers. I believe uh, most of that is property crime. What's that mean? Like uh, breaking into places, shit like that. Mm. It's when your, uh, it's when your house, mm. it's when your house does like a armed robbery. <laughs> yeah. Catch that two story ranch. <laughs> like your TV walks out and like murders somebody. Yeah, <laughs> seen it a hundred times. Goddamn Vizio. <laughs> That's why Zenith went out of business. The fucking lazy boy ate an old lady once. And not in the nice way. We didn't know where the bones went. <laughs> it was actually probably in this house. 
<laughs> oh, lazy boy. Not that lazy. With all this negative press, it still surrounds Gary. Yeah. It's sort of surprising. I know I was surprised when I first heard of this back in like 2014. God damn it, Bert. I hate you so bad. <laughs> but the story, you know, came out of this city. Uh, the story starts with uh, Latoya Ammons and her three kids. They moved into a rental property on Carolina Street in Gary, Indiana. Uh, it was a quiet street lined with one-story homes. But shortly after moving in, some weird shit began to happen. In December, a shit ton of black flies swarmed the front porch. Which, you know, I believe going through the records, the temperature records in December of 2014 in Gary, it was cold as shit. High 30s, mid 20s. Not something you just see black flies, hey, let's go fuck up this shit. <laughs> Those polar flies. Latoya's mother, Rosa Campbell, remembers thinking, quote, that is not normal. <laughs> and then stated, quote, we killed them and killed them and killed them, but they kept coming back. Mm, my God, these flies won't die. <laughs> Fuck. Been whacking them all night. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of whack them all, it's whack a, whack a fly. <laughs> but, you know. I'm not going to lie, whatever is causing these flies to come back, you know, after killing them, uh, it's, it's, like, it's an asshole, whatever it is. I'm pretty sure it's probably the, the spirit, demon, whatever the fuck it was. Dude's a real big an cunt. Is that <laughs> assholes causing them to come back? <laughs> Stinky asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was, uh, I was playing with my butthole. <laughs> In horror movies centered around demonic, I had to clear my uh, my meats my meat sucker. Um, in horror movies centered around demonic possession, flies are a pretty common way to indicate that a demon is around, lurking and waiting to buttfuck Jonah Hill. Um, I think it might be related to Beelzebub. Beelzebub. What the fuck did Jonah Hill do to this guy? Beelzebub. One of the princes, seven, excuse me, one of the seven princes of hell and the prince of demons. Wow! Bale's a boob. Pretty fucking metal. Metal. Mm. He, uh, he's been regarded both as an evil spirit and as another name for Satan or the devil himself. He is the Lord of Flies. Mm. So not only right off the bat, you know, they get these swarms of flies, you know, coming onto the front porch. But now, another night in December, both Rosa and Latoya both said they occasionally hear footsteps walking up the basement stairs. And then they would hear the most menacing sound ever afterwards. The sound of a creaking door opening mm. between the basement and the kitchen. Wait, oh, mm. gotcha. So, I thought it would be the sound of an old man eating peanut butter. For a dog licking peanut butter off an old man. Oh my <laughs> god, you guys. Latoya, <laughs> check. <laughs> After hearing this noise, Latoya went and checked several times. They also locked the door between the 
the door going down to the basement. And they kept hearing this fucking noise of the door opening. And they'd go there, and the doors unlock it, and they're like, oh. Pretty fucking strange. Yeah. No respect. No <laughs> respect for a locked door. Fucking There's what I expect from demons that uh, calls himself the Lord of Flies. Right, Stupid Lord of fucking Flies. What an idiot. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so one night, Rosa woke up and saw this shadowy figure pacing the living room. If You know. The doors opening wasn't bad enough. Uh, left, uh, she left out of bed and went to look to see who might be there. But uh, when she got there, there was nobody. But she did find a uh, series. No, <laughs> it was not. It sounded like the uh, night before Christmas story for a second. <laughs> uh, and then he laughed, and his belly shook like a bowl full of <laughs> bellies. Chocolate? Yes. Um, but yeah, she, she didn't find anybody in the living room, but she did find a series of large, wet, really wet boot, boot prints, um, on the carpet, which they just got them washed too. So <sighs> insult to injury, really. <laughs> so these small, creepy incidents continued to happen, but yeah, in March of, uh, 2012, the shit really went up to, went up to 11. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's higher than ten. That's like one higher. That's one higher than ten. That's that's how that's pretty fucking so, high. On March tenth at two AM, both Rosa and Latoya were up mourning the loss of a mutual friend. And they had a few friends over also. Latoya was in the living room with Rosa and hanging around friends. Uh Latoya went back to check on her daughter, who was sleeping in Rosa's room. Uh, next thing you heard was Latoya screaming, Mama, Mama! So Rosa ran back to her room and observed the 12-year-old granddaughter unconscious and floating above her bed. <laughs> you know, sort of like how Bill Murray describes, uh, oh, what's her name in Ghostbusters? Yep. I can't think of what he she says. She sleeps above the covers. She sleeps above the covers. Four feet above her covers. Fucking <laughs> 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 Bill. <laughs> so uh, a few of the people left the room others gathered around and held hands and began to pray the little, little girl floated down like a leaf into the bed you know whee, as one does mm, yeah <clears throat> and then the teenage girl woke up and did not recall anything happening Rosa stated that she felt something was afoot and that they couldn't control it they needed to call someone who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. I don't know if they're, uh, you know. Are they in Gary, Indiana yet? Uh, yeah. So, Latoya, an attempt to, you know, I don't know, try to figure some something out about the crazy shit that was happening in her home, reached out to some local churches, and pretty much everywhere she went, she was, they pretty much... Treat her like she was full of shit. Yeah. I mean, uh, eventually one of the churches, you know, listened to LaToya and eventually uh, visited her home. Um, and that church official did agree and confirm that the home was full of spirits. 
The officials recommended the family cleanse the home or clean the home with bleach and ammonia. Wait, isn't you know? don't those two react with each other? No, yeah, like, I don't yeah. think yeah, I don't think I don't you're think supposed that's to do safe. That. I think that makes I think that makes chlorine gas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that would kill the occupants of the home. They're like, Which would they're just... like listen, close the, all the windows. <laughs> Mix this batch together and get your whole family in the same room. <laughs> it will solve all your problems. This this is how you get houses full of demons. I think you uh... church induced demonism. Yeah, they're just oh, that's so why. After, after you create the killer gas, then you use oil to draw crosses on every door and window. At the church's suggestion, <laughs> they poured olive oil. On her three mm. children, on their hands and feet, and then smeared oil in the shape of crosses on their foreheads. So, so you make killer gas, make, and, and then you, you draw crosses on every exit, oh, and then on. you pour oil on your children. The crosses their- make it look like a Rob Zombie fucking scene for Hellbilly <laughs> Deluxe or Elsa with Thousand Corpses. <laughs> I was going to agree though. Like I don't. This isn't very responsible. Um, information with the chlorine gas and putting oil on your kids' feet. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're ice skating around the house. They're like, listen, what you need to do is get a gallon of gasoline. <laughs> Throw it in your match. furnace. <laughs> so, Latoya also stated that she and her mother reached out to two clairvoyants. Clairvoyants told the family that they had a whole house party full of fucking demons. Approximately 200 demons were in there mixing and mingling and listening to Love Shack on repeat. That would get annoying. Regular club hell. Love Shack, baby, Love Shack. Love Shack, baby. (laughs) I had this whole scene playing out in my head. (laughs) Me too. They're all wearing Hawaiian shirts and they've got (laughs) tropical drinks and uh, they're watching the kids skate around with oil on their feet. Really, I'm just imagining just a... like the scene from Little Nicky. And the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get no respect. I imagine they're sitting there drinking their drinks and one's like, you going to go fuck with that kid right there? <laughs> hey, watch this shit. I dare you to flip the little fucker over. Uh, look at these dumb fuckers spreading all this <clears throat> deadly gas and making oil crosses on their kids. <laughs> so... The clairvoyants didn't have to be psychic to foretell what was going to happen over the next few months. Demon cake stands! <laughs> Man, sounds like uh, there's a bunch of demons on ecstasy fucking in my house right now. The 500th time mm. I've heard fucking Love Shack this week. Man, it's really getting to me. I'm liking it. That's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> What if the demons wrote Love Shack? <laughs> this is it. This is, I mean, you know, I wouldn't put it past it. The, the end is nigh. Song. God. Anyway, so despite, uh, despite being subjective to Love Shack 24-7 and <laughs> pranks by a bunch of uh, drunk uh, demons, uh, LaToya, like most people, couldn't afford you know, to move from her home to try to find a different place to live. So, uh, the clairvoyants <laughs> told the family to create an altar in the basement with a statue of Mary, Joseph, and Jesus. 
along with a candle and an open Bible. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do they put some crosses also, on it too? They also said to take some of Justin Burton's chest hair and sprinkle it around uh, in a circle. And like salt, that would protect them from the demons. They told him to use the chest hair to as like twine to wrap the sticks and make like a Blair Witch thing. <laughs> I was going to go with they wrap it in a bundle and burn it like sage. But that might be worse than the chlorine gas. I don't know. <laughs> Burton chest hair. So. <laughs> it's a formidable scent. Family so, of 10 dies in one night because of chest hair fire. <laughs> it raged uncontrollably for five hours. Uh, so the sage and sulfur, uh, they did burn sage and sulfur around the home, which created a smell eerily similar to Burton's chest hair. Um, which, uh, you know, had a smell akin to rotten eggs. And uh, <laughs> uh, while doing so, Latoya drew crosses in the smoke and recited Palms 91. Palms? No, oh, sorry, Psalms. <laughs> That's weird, you know? So Latoya thought she conquered the demons with the what, Holy Ghost. <laughs> no, just and the stinky hippie juice smell. Yeah. But from that point on, shit got way fucking worse. Like the demons seen it. Oh, she's down to fuck. And so they brought her a game after this. <laughs> Over the course of the next month, Latoya and her children would be possessed several times. Um, part of the kids being possessed, they would exhibit signs of like. Strange, evil smiles, eyes bulging, lurid words being used with voices as deep as Nat King Cole. Ooh, lurid. Kids also were being thrown around the home like rag dolls by some unseen force, and some resulting in wounds that would need stitches mm. from the local hospital. So some nights the family would actually go to local hotels. This family doesn't have a pot to piss in, you know, they're struggling. Yeah. But they'd go to local hotels to sleep just to fucking get away from whatever is, you know, fucking up shit. Yeah, and I think in some of the reports, there was the report, one of the reports from this whole thing, the DCS report, said that they had to go to sleep by 8 because the demons got going at 11. And if, <laughs> they, were, if they were awake after 11, you know, anything goes at demon party time. <laughs> you, you all of a sudden hear, KY, you're in bed and you wake up right around 11, you hear... KY jelly being squeezed out. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Where are my pants? Where's my metal underwear? <laughs> Motherfucker can't. Let's see that demon get through that shit. That's blessed oh, by the Pope. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> you fucking idiot. So, <clears throat> so on April 20th, to uh, Year of Our Lord 2012, Latoya took her kids uh, to the family physician, Dr. He offry, Nyoffrey, Nyoffrey, Jeffrey, Nyoffrey. I'm trying to figure uh, out no. where he gets April or April 20th from April 19th. <laughs> it says it right here in the page. Mine says April 19th. <laughs> Do you have a demon oh. fucking with your page? <laughs> well, because you know what happens. Uh, I mean. Imagine the parties, the demon parties on 
or 20 bitches. We're going to get fucked up in this house. These Sorry. demons like to get fucked up and do fucked up things. Have you guys ever, have you other demons ever had children blood? Watch me flip this fucker up and cut his throat and drink it tonight. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things are right. Things are Skyler, wild. tell us more about Dr. Ani Wow. <laughs> Sorry, you said that and you kind of glitched a little, so it made it sound even cooler because it sounded like you were a robot. Like you, uh, I am a robot. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's information. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> I am a robot. So, Latoya took her kids to family physician, Dr. Nyafri Nyanquin. <laughs> Dr. O. Let's just call him Dr. O. <laughs> Docky O. Um, Docky O thought the uh, story was outlandish and stated that he had never heard anything like this in his 20 years that he had been a shill for the pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> and not least of all, China. <laughs> Dr. O's notes for the visit would state uh, delusions of ghosts in the home and emphasize the fact that he thought they were delusional. Uh, this is where the Indiana Department of Child Services was called. The report source uh, had concerns that Latoya might suffer from some sort of mental illness, which was interfering with ability to effectively parent her children. Uh, the report, uh, the report source, also stated that they. And now I know what RS in the report stands for. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. I oh. thought RS was someone's initials. Randall Scum or something like that. R, I think R.L. Stein was uh, was was <laughs> writing the report. <laughs> Man, that's really nice of him to come all the way to Gary to help out uh, with this. I didn't know he was involved with DCS, but, you know, <laughs> he could be rece researching another Goosebump book. Goosebumps, the um, Did you take my part child? Demon Party House. <laughs> so uh, the report source also stated they believe that the children were performing for their mother and uh, she was encouraging them to kind of act out in this way that uh, made it seem like they were possessed or on PCP. <laughs> yeah. The lucky family case manager to be assigned... The assessment was Miss um, Valerie Washington. In her reports, Washington stated that the children were free from bruises or marks, and the hospital psychiatrist um, stated that Latoya was of sound mind. Yeah, so according to the DCS 310 report, which is like the initial report that comes in from the hotline, they stated that Latoya's son began to curse and yell, at Dr. O, in, quote, demonic voices. Medical staff stated that the young boys were lifted and thrown into the wall with nobody touching them. The boys passed out immediately and 911 was called. Eight police officers and multiple ambulances showed up. <laughs> the boys were taken to the Methodist Hospital. That's where both boys woke up, not knowing where the fuck they were or how they got there. Which, at that time, I don't think they really gave a shit, because they're sort of still under the influence of whatever creature this is. 
demonoid phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the nine-year-old acted rational, but the seven-year-old was on a tear screaming and yelling at hospital staff. Maybe they were just big Rob Zombie fans, though. Phantom Stranger! Oh, there he goes again. He's fucking She's possessed a again. She's a I love that song. <laughs> Spookshow, baby. Sorry. <laughs> so a part of the family case manager's job is to interview all parties uh, involved. Valerie spoke to Toya and her three kids while they were still in the hospital. Valerie initially spoke with mom with the two other kids in the next room down the hall. While Latoya was talking about seeking help from the churches, they overheard the seven-year-old growling louder and louder. This is from another room through a concrete wall. They were hearing this. So it was loud. <laughs> they then heard loud, uh, loud scuffle uh, in the next room. So both Latoya and the case manager uh, went to the boys' room. And again... <laughs> Like RS, I'm I'm uh, FCM. I understand what FCM now is. Family case <laughs> manager, Washington. Yeah, so I was reading the reports with no idea of the vernacular. Sorry. And uh, no, no, no. I just, I'm learning things today, and uh, hopefully everyone else is too. Because we're here to educate and inform on DCS. Inform. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the case manager and the mom went uh, went to the boys' room. That's where they observed the seven year old putting his older brother in a headlock. Which is embarrassing for the older brother. Um, but seven year old had demon strength. That's true. He had demon strength. <laughs> so the older boy was gasping for air uh, while in the headlock, and it, it took several hospital staff to pry his hands free. Uh, the case manager, uh, Washington, stated that the seven year old was burying his teeth like a wild <laughs> animal during it. No, things are getting weird <laughs> and Gary. <laughs> Imagine being this caseworker, you know, walking yeah, into doing... a situation where you think it's a, oh, wait, what? I'm imagining it. Hold on. Oh, imagine it. Yes. Use your imaginations. Uh... So you're walking into a situation where you think it's a parenting problem only to find out you stumbled on some fucking horrendous shit. I'm talking elephant poop. Oh, God. An assessment worker should initially conduct their investigation with no opinion in mind. Go in there basically fablu rasa. Tabula rasa. Is that is that tabula rasa? Is that a real thing? Yeah, tabula rasa. It's a blank blank slate. Can we just say so that? They should go, can we just say they should go in there basically with a blank slate? Can we say that? Can we say that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just I use tabula rasa, so well, we didn't all go to college to be a fancy person. Okay, thank you. Hear you hear me? Thank you. I thought you were going <laughs> to... <sighs> they go to Tabula Raza. That sounds like uh that sounds like a crackhead. Sorry. That sounds like it sounds like an ex-girlfriend. You have an ex-girlfriend that its name is Latin? Mhm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she she's loves real, olive oil too. She's a real Tabula Raza if you know what I mean. Mm. She's a virgin. Yes, she has a, cl- a clean slate. Mm. I guess no yeah, one's put wrote on her slate. Nope. Yeah, that tracks. That's good. Yeah. So, according to Washington's preliminary inquiry, 
DCS report, which is like the report that family case managers have to write when they remove a kid from a family. Yes, explain to the laymen who are not government stooges. They file this paperwork, so this was filed in court, actually. And let me repeat, all this was actually filed. Oh, what county is Gary? Lake County? Lake County court system. But anyway, so in the room the FCM with the FCM and mother was a nurse, the psychologist, grandma. Grandma? Grandma? And they're all talking about where to place these kids because they couldn't go back home. So while talking about it, they heard they started to hear the seven year old growling. He was apparently staring right at his fucking nine-year-old brother while doing this. When all of a sudden, while growling, his facial expression changed and he had a weird-ass smile out of nowhere. That's when the seven-year-old looked at FCM Washington and stated in a deep fucking grabbly voice, It's time to die. And then... I will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. so the old, older brother then commenced and headbutting his grandmother's stomach Rosa like several grabbed, times too yeah like a seal or, or, or. <laughs> so Rosa grabbed her grandson's hand and began to pray the seven year old while the nine year old's headbutting his grandma is sitting there just fucking the weirdest fucking grin ever watching you know so he was standing near the wall, facing his family. Uh, I think his back was actually to the wall. <clears throat> and then he walked backwards up the wall while continuing to hold Rosa's hand. <clears throat> the kid didn't let go of the hand. Once he reached the top of the wall, he oh, he did a front flip, landed right on his feet, right in front of his grandma, and then sat down in the chair. Wait a minute. Sorry. Um, Does this all seem kind of weird? Gary, Indiana. (laughs) I mean, it's weird, but like Gary, Indiana, home of the king of pop. Kid, (laughs) young child, moonwalks up the wall and does a backflip, front flip, and lands in a chair. I think we found the second coming of El (laughs) Hee What's he? What sound did he make when he flipped? I think I think the demon. I'm I'm and now I'm starting to picture like the demon voices a little differently now. Jamone. <laughs> so maybe and then and you know now I start to wonder like uh uh you know you know. Uh, and some of the weird dance moves, that, you know, maybe the King of Pop was the original, original like possessed, uh, possessed by these demons. And uh... well, uh, what was that <laughs> sound again? Which one? Jamon, Jamon. Meryl. Let me remind everybody that this right here is written in the fucking report filed with the court. Yeah. Which no, that's it's right here. It was confirmed by everybody that was there too. Caseworkers, medical staff, whatever that means. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, the, the fucking case manager or FCM Washington and the psychologist <laughs> and the psychologist ran out of the room immediately and went to the attending doctor, Dr. Richardson. Both the individuals told the doctor what they had seen, but the doctor did not believe them. He's like, y'all silly. Y'all be, y'all be telling lies. You don't say that. And the doctor looked at them in disbelief and said, uh, can he do it again? <laughs> the three went back to the room and the little boy could not perform the feat again. Man, and that's why he's not the king of pop. Mm-hmm. So they had a tabula rasa. What? What is <laughs> when it comes to walking up the wall? Oh my god. So later the nurse <laughs> would state to the indie star. <laughs> he walked up the wall, flipped over. And stood there. <laughs> There's no way he could have done that. <laughs> Later, police asked Washington whether the boy had. I don't know why I got all that. Anyways. <laughs> Later, yeah, I was police enjoying asked it, so whatever. Washington, whether the boy had run up uh, the wall uh, as though performing an acrobatic trick. Perhaps he is um, into um, parkour. 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 All of a sudden you start hearing uh, that when he's running up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Parkour. <laughs> <laughs> no, Washington told them. She said, the boy just glided backward on the floor. Wall and ceiling. Mm. Like moonwalking, like the, the late king of pop, Michael Jackson. Yeah, dead According giveaway. to a police report. Dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. Space peanut. Oh, this Space is thriller. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day, DCS removed the kids from mom's custody. DCS detained all three kids without a court order, which is legal in emergency situations. Quote, all of the children were experiencing spiritual and emotional distress, unquote. Washington wrote in her report, DCS primarily substantiated on Latoya for neglecting her children's education by not having them in school regularly. So it was an attendance issue. Which... They also substantiated back in 2009 for the same attendance issue. Man, I want some apple juice. Go get some. A little cold apple juice in my throat hole. Mm. Mm. <clears> hee <throat> hee. Come on. We hear it. Do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's going to be in our intro. Come on. That was good. That sounded like Jar Jar Binks a little bit. Huh? That kind of sounded like Jar Jar Binks for a second. That last one. Damn. Anyway, we'll try not to go there more. We only bring Jar Jar Binks into this. (laughs) Cabbage fart. (laughs) So, as with a lot of demonic uh, possession stories, the Catholic Church became involved so they get involved with things uh, other than anyway you read the news uh it was on april 20th holy shit 420 2012 year of our lord reverend michael father maganot maganot is a t silent magano i think it is magano t silent who had uh, been a priest at St. Stephen 
uh, martyr parish in Maryville, Indiana. What, wait, so what else was, is there? What? Oh, wait, Monster is up in Munster, which is near Maryville. Yeah, Maryville. I mean, you're close. You're close. Yeah. You're talking Munster and, uh, oh. That's where the Albany's, uh, what's, what's it other? called, Candy Company is. Willy Wonka. No. Oh, Albany's. What? Yeah. Wonka. Albany's. What's that? What do they make? Oh, they make you... the expensive, Old... like, uh, gummy worms and all that. Probably, like, the best, like, gummy. No, I'm serious. Like, they make expensive. really good candy. Expensive gummy worms. It's, like, $4 for a fucking bag. That's good shit, though. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, shit make you want to reproduce. Got that good fucking shit on there. Uh, I thought you were talking about Munster and, uh, what, Hamlin? Hamlin? And Three Floyds Brewery. <clears throat> it's up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I saw about with Munster. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. But no, no, nothing like that in Maryville, I don't think. Other than this, uh, other than this Catholic priest, um, who was phoned by the hospital chaplain asking uh, for him to perform an exorcism on a nine-year-old. So the nine-year-old uh, son of Latoya. He's like, and, he's doing, he's quoting Michael Jackson like it's scripture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he started doing the, he knew the whole thriller dance. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <Jamone>. <laughs> You got to get here quick. You got to get here quick. He's halfway through their second album. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing Man in the Mirror. Um, <clears throat> so Father Magano was a priest for more than 10 years, but had never received a request like this one. Uh, he agreed to do the interview, uh, do an interview with the family after Sunday Mass a few days later. So Father M agreed to interview the family after Sunday Mass a few days later. Uh, so Father M agreed to interview the family after Sunday Mass a few days later. Uh, the first uh, first step for Father Mag uh, was to rule out natural causes for what Almonds and her family said they were experiencing. Which is where we'll be leaving you at. Nailed it. On this part one. It. That was uh, a good one. <clears throat> that was good. That was, that was pretty good. It's fucking weird. I gave like an 8.1. <clears throat> I didn't realize that Michael Jackson was going to make a cameo at all in any of this. Oh, I knew that John <laughs> was coming on. John knew it. <laughs> but so this episode is going to be split up in two parts. Like I said, the second part will be releasing at the same time as the first one. But that way we don't get it all up in one episode, like a two hour. Mostly because we were idiots and we put dates on the episode's releases for the episode's releases, and now we gotta abide by them. So <laughs> the dude abides, and that's uh, the motto is uh, the dude abides. So, okay, if you like this, please listen to the second part that's gonna be coming out. Well, also, it'll be right after it. So yeah, it'll it'll follow it right up, and it'll Maybe be we'll funny sp- because we're gonna act like it's a new episode. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be really weird. Really like, oh, we've never talked about this. Yeah. Yeah, really, yeah, we're going to, like, stop talking, and then we're going to go, oh, oop, hey, we're back again, guys. How's this? How is it? Is it that we are here again? It's going to be a total night? tabula rasa. <laughs> Why did I put that in there? It's a word I use. I put it in reports before, so I don't know. Oh, well, now Burton is using it, and he's driving into the ground. And it's... Hmm. it's I'm it's not going to use it now. It's very well done. No, I love it. 
Because he's right. It's right. We're going to start with a clean yeah. slate. Yeah. A tabula Rosetta rose Stone. Mm-hmm. And, um... God damn, I shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Yeah, check us out on the socials and the, the podcast platforms and the fucking fruit flies. Well, Facebook. Pornhub. Pornhub? Uh, I'm not Wait, on there what? yet. <clears throat> oh. oh, sorry. It was just uh, Jake I'm on me. Pornhub and I see your dick, Burton. I'm going to be sad. And then also... <laughs> you, won't be able, you won't be able to tell unless you see it from underneath. <laughs> That shaft goes somewhere, we know. <laughs> it's just a weird-looking penis, and then at the end of it, you see my fat stomach sticking out. <laughs> yep, that's Burton. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, Bye. A lot. Bye. Eat our ass. Oh, Lord, have mercy. The doctor is in.